Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Depending on whenever you listen to this, welcome to another episode of Conversations with Carter, which is long overdue. Today I have with me T and Rufus. Can you guys say hello? What's poppin'? Hello, everyone. So how's everyone doing today? I'm good. Just a little tired, but going to get through it. Same here. You know, once you hit that uh, after your mid-30s, it's like, whoo, Jesus, the energy ain't the same. Uh-huh. How are you doing, Rufus, again? I'm doing, I'm doing fabulous. Okay, fabulous, darling. I need a nap. <laughs> I need a nap, too. I agree <laughs> with you. I need a nap. So, um, today's basic topic is, so I was on, I believe I was on Twitter, and I saw someone post, it was a female, she posted this saying, stop dating broke men. Stop helping struggling men. Stop loving men at their lowest. Stop feeling pity for men who can't make a living for themselves. Men never look back after finding themselves. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I just want to, you know, get some input from you guys on how do you feel about that. Um, We're going to go with the youngest. Rufus is the youngest because, you know, me and T, we we up there now. (laughs) Um... All right, so I guess I'll start. You want me to go through with the first one, or if I address the whole thing? You could do it however you want to address the whole thing, or we could actually break. Matter of fact, let's break it down break section it down. to section. Let's break it down. That might be easier. Yeah. Um. Stop dating broke men. I mean, I, I think I don't know. I'm conflicted. I feel like I agree. I agree, but at the same time, um. You got to check your own finances as well. Um, but I, I'm, I'm going to have to agree with that one. Okay. T, you agree with that one? Stop dating broke men? Uh, I'm going to have to disagree. And, like, nobody wants to date a broke person, period. But I think um, if you're in a transition or you are, um, how can I say this, like a lost individual, sometimes, you know, you know, but what do you mean by transition or lost individual? Like transitioning sexually or transitioning no, 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 from no, no, like no. jobs, transitioning. Well, let, let me like use that. Let me like use that word. I feel like you know, if you, you can, uh, that's a good word to use. Yeah, I mean, okay, let's use that word. So I feel like, but can, when we use that word, you mean transitioning in your not, career? Not, not, not like it can be, it can be career, or whatever. I think you know, you know, sometimes life it can be, you can, ha- it can have ups and downs. Yeah, you know, some people have more more downs than ups, um, but I feel like um, you get to that that point where I don't know, it's like like it's hard, you know. Like some, yeah, like sometimes it's, it's, some people's going through just a rough patch. Yeah, so, but let me ask this question um, in reference to that, right? Now, I feel like sometimes everyone has different definitions of being broke, right? So, like, for me, which I don't even use the term anymore that I'm broke, or at least I try not to. Um, But to me, sometimes I remember when I used to use the word that I'm broke, it didn't really mean that I was broke. Because to me, as long as you paid all your bills and you don't have no money, you're not broke. Like, you paid your stuff. Or maybe you might have $5 in the bank. To me, that doesn't mean that you're broke, especially if you handle your responsibilities. So, would you still sit there, Rufus, and be like, you agree to stop dating broke men if they're just broke in the sense that they're living paycheck to paycheck but they're able to manage their responsibilities I think if you're able to manage your responsibilities then I'm okay with that 
but like I think if like so like Terrell stated if you're in a transition I feel like if you're in transition I'm not going to date you in transition um, now if we're in a relationship and it just happened that you lost your job or got laid off due to COVID or whatever the reason is then that's different but I'm not, I'm not going to entertain somebody who is and you know what because you said it that way i agree with you and the reason why i'm gonna say that is because i feel like if you're broke to that degree you shouldn't even be focusing on dating anybody you should be focusing on getting your finances together so i guess i'm gonna also agree with her about stop okay so so we all already anyone have anything else to say on that um the last thing I think I will say is that it, it costs a date. Like, it, it, it costs sure money. do. <laughs> Jesus, it sure do. I mean, it, yeah, it costs a date, but it's, you know, it, it don't, it doesn't have to be expensive to date. Like, some people, you know, some people are, you know, some people have standards. Some people are, you know, bougie, but it don't, you don't, you know, it don't, you don't have to have a lot of money to, um, to mind and dine. That's true. You know, you like, I'm fine going to McDonald's. It doesn't even have to be McDonald's. Like, you can, you know, the person can cook. I'm fine. Yep, I'm fine you with know? that. I'm fine with a movie at home. I'm fine going for a walk at the park on a date. But but according to it, it is because a lot of people, I think sometimes they don't take the other person's finances into consideration, even if you're not broke. Like, people have responsibilities and some people's like, I want to go somewhere. Like, if I go on a date, I always make sure I have my own money. And I also always pick the cheapest thing on the menu because I don't know this person's finances and I'm just grateful that they're taking me out. Rufus? I agree. Okay. So, huh? But that's what I was saying. That's why early I was like, would you say being broke is a person who sits there and they pay all their bills? Or they live in paycheck to paycheck, but at least they paid all their bills. They might not have money for extra, but to me, I was like, I won't necessarily feel like that is broke. Or they might not, like, they might have money, but it might not be money to get the new sneakers. Does that mean they're broke? It might not be money to sit there and go out and buy a new car, but does that mean they're broke? Because they might have money, but just not for that. But I still agree, like, if a person is struggling financially, um they shouldn't even be looking to date anyone. They should be more worried on their finances, not trying to find someone. But then you have certain people who are looking to date because they feel like it's a come up. Like, I ain't got no money, but if I date somebody, it's a come up. You know what I'm I saying? Don't, I don't agree with yeah. That. yeah so you still don't agree with it. You no, still no, no, stand... No, 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 no. I said I don't agree with the person trying to date for a come up. Oh, yeah, I don't agree yeah. with that. But we know a lot of people do that. They be broke and they want somebody. They look at somebody and it's like, oh, this person looks accomplished. This person, I'm gonna take them because I can benefit from it. But sometimes that's not. That's, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying that's all the time. But that's not. I think that's not the situation every time. I feel like the people when they're um, down and out, they want you know, they want comfort, they want company. Well, look, you need to love yourself before you sit there trying to find company. But but I mean, just. To each of own. To each their own, yeah. I'm just saying. So are we good? Can we move on to the next one? Yeah. So it says stop helping struggling men. So I feel like that's almost the same as being broke, but it's not. Because a man could be struggling, let's say, emotionally, mentally, and financially. They might not be broke, but they might be struggling financially in the sense that they don't know how to manage their money. Well, I feel like if you're already in a relationship and 
circumstances happen, then that's different. I feel like, you know, if your partner is feeling down, I feel like it's, I feel like the spouse should help lift them up. I agree. Now, if you're, now, if you dating, you know, dating somebody and they, and they you know, they really struggling, it's like, oh, no, I don't got time for that. Like, it's like, I don't want, don't want to be bothered with that. Rufus? Um, I would say that if if I feel like you're trying to help yourself and whatever that is like to me, then I'm willing to help you. But if I feel like I care more about your situation than you do, or I'm doing more for you than what you're doing for yourself, then I'm going to have to say no to that situation. I agree, too. Because to me, it's like you can't, someone else can't want more for you than you want for yourself. That's just crazy. That's just crazy. Um, so are we good on that one? Or do I, mean, I, I want I, to elaborate? Or well, I mean, because I, I feel like you, you mentioned a couple different things. You mentioned financially, mentally, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Now with those other aspects, I mean, in those cases, I feel like I feel like if I'm being honest, I will help. I would help probably more from a mental, emotional standpoint than a financial standpoint, um, just because of the type of person that I am. But I think after a while. Again, if you're if I'm trying harder than you are, or I'm putting forth more effort, I'm gonna get tired. I'm gonna feel exhausted. And of course, this has to do with like if you're already in the relationship, or is it when you're getting to know the person? I feel like more so in the relationship. Okay. If, if I'm getting to know you, and I feel like you are like mentally unstable, and like there are red flags, I've learned that you that it's best to bow out. Soon, soon as possible. Yes, bow out gracefully yeah. and respectably. Um, anything else, T? You want to share on that? Because I mean, I've you know I've always heard them, and I believe this to, to be true. Like when you have a healing spirit, you attract broken people, and sometimes you end up attracting people who are struggling so much to the point that, um, in the church, I was taught this thing called false burden, where you start to take on other people's struggle more than you should. And I feel like sometimes that can happen and that's why like you don't rush into things and you get to learn about people, you get to learn about their struggles so you actually have the information to know whether or not this is something that I am willing to deal with or that I am capable of dealing with before even diving into a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a movie um there's a movie that um that talks about this subject it's called i don't know if anyone ever heard of it it's um called not easily broken with taraji p henson and morris chestnut oh i remember that movie that was a really good movie uh tv jake film so i I think that's a good movie that's you know to bring it to to, to look at so repeat that movie again so if anyone gets a chance um, basically on this topic, this is a movie that you should probably look at. And what was the name of Not it again? Not Easily Broken. Not Easily Broken. Yeah, I remember. That was a really good movie. Have you ever seen it, Rufus? I have seen it, but I'm curious as to what what part is Terrell referencing, but I have seen it. Well, there is, um, there's a part in the movie. Basically, um, Taraji's character, she is the, the I guess you can say the breadwinner um, mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in the marriage. Um, and then the husband has his own um, has his own business, but it's not doing as good as Taraji's. So 
Did they end up separating or divorcing? Um, no. So basically, no. um, she okay. so this so, so, so this why I say it's also important for the partners to also uplift each other, each other when it comes to this. So basically, she you know by his business not doing as good as her, she basically put him down mm-hmm. to the point where he um he uh he didn't seek it, but he got attention somewhere else. Mm-hmm. See, so he got the attention that he was um, that he needed that he needed from mm-hmm. someone else it, nothing never got you know physical with that relationship but um, Taraji's character noticed that and she and she she fixed it so and at one point he was like really really low and she you know she told him that you know don't give up you are worth it um, you know important I'm, I'm paraphrasing, paraphrasing but you know basically that's, you know that's what she said she you know uplifted him to you know get back on the seat so that's you know so and I guess that's the point too, Rufus, that you were saying, like if you're already in the relationship, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I wanna say like with that one, um I, it, it was an excellent movie. But I would say like it's interesting because like like we were saying for at some point she was the breadwinner. Um, but I feel like she felt that because she was the breadwinner, she was doing enough. And she I don't know if she completely like um was a conscious aware of it, but she was ignoring his emotional needs. Like he wanted to be a father really bad. Yeah. Um, and she was just ignoring it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and that's what drove to a lot of issues in their relationship. But he was struggling and, and to your point, she did help build him up once she became aware of it. Yeah. Um, which so, is very important very to important. pay attention. So, yeah. So so basically he, you know, he you know, he was broke. You know. Yeah. You know, he, he was broke because his business wasn't going good, so he would, you know. And it happens, yeah, you know, it happens. happens. Um, so then the next portion is stop loving men at their lowest, which I, I feel like that still ties into what we just was recently talking about. Um, I think that's stupid. To me, that's just that that sounds ignorant. Like that's when people need it even more so is when they're at their lowest. Whether you're dating them, whether you in a relationship with them, whether you just meet them, everybody needs love, especially at their lowest. So I definitely don't agree with, I don't that. Agree with that. And I feel like if you're, you know, yeah, I don't agree with that at all. But I feel like if you come into a relationship and then, you know, either side, you know, hits rock bottom and then you want to, you know, bail out because, you know, and rock bottom doesn't necessarily just mean financially. Like loving a person at their lowest doesn't even mean financially. It could be at their worst. They mentally they're not there. You know, they might be depressed. They might be sad. They might have bad days. Like to me, even in the beginning of let's say courting a person, I'm gonna love you even more on your bad days as I'm getting to know you because actually that's probably the best time to see a person at their lowest because if you can't accept them at their worst then you don't deserve them at their best. I feel like when I'm reading this, I feel like whoever wrote it had like a, a bad experience or like they're like currently in pain. And that's what that's where this is coming from. And I feel like if I was to give it more context, I'm looking at um I would say like stop loving me at the lowest. Like what does that look like? Like, like, do you love them more than yourself? Because um, I'm trying to apply myself in this situation, and I feel like there there has been times where 
sometimes people can bring you down um and just the whole scenario all together like all these different questions bunched up together i, I can kind of i kind of agree a little bit as to what this person might be saying really <laughs> i like what i do i mean like I, I feel like if i take it in isolation i don't but i feel like with these other questions i, I kind of like way understand where, where they're coming from well, I mean, to me, and I think someone stated, because I did post this on my Instagram, which is srcarterd3 um, on Instagram, I had posted this, and I think someone responded saying, this lady sounds like a bitter bitch. And I kind of chuckled. Um, in her picture, though, she's smiling. She looks happy. So maybe she had to stop doing all these things to find her happiness. Who knows? It's, it's like... Like, like, I feel like you should, like, I feel like what you're in Terrell, I agree with y'all, but I feel like sometimes what did that turn into? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, just in personal experience, I feel like sometimes you go through hell sometimes. Like, but, but see, I think that also is also depending on what's the lowest. Is the lowest, yeah. is the lowest them being at their lowest point emotionally? Is it their lowest point being financially? Is it being meant like what? What is their lowest? Because not everybody lowest is the same. Mm-hmm. But then, like, like, like you can't get sucked into it. Like, like I can, I can love you and I can try to support you as best as I can. Without I'm sorry. What you say, TC? I'm sorry, Rufus. No, I said she sounds. Uh-huh. She sounds bitter to me. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like everything that she mentioned and um and that she did it. Mm-hmm. So she. Next, she was dating a broke man, helping a struggling man, built him up, and then once he got to a certain level, he probably, you know, mm-hmm. did Mister. So now he probably did know. almost like a dine yeah. and dash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 while doing all of that, there was no benefit to her. I'm sorry, I, I didn't under. What did you say? No, I said like, and while doing all of this, there's no benefit to her, like. You know, you're helping somebody who's at their lowest point in their lives. They're struggling, and you know, maybe multiple um, facets. And it's like, where does she benefit from? Like, you know, what I mean, like, like, how, like, how can you help her? Probably outside of sexually, how can you help her? Well, who knows? Maybe his lowest was he wasn't even satisfying her sexually either, because maybe he couldn't get possibly, it up. possibly. But, but, but we all know. Well, I don't know about you, dude, but sometimes you reach at the bottom of the barrel and you and you you um <laughs> you entertain those people because of those things. But you know what? I have heard that men in that type of situation has the best. I'm gonna say, punani, even though that's normally used for uh, females, or the best dick. Like I remember, someone on Grinder was looking for these particular set of people that I know. Um. And I don't know them like I'm friends with them, but you know, sometimes you live in a community that's a very small community. You hear stuff about people, blah, 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 blah. And the person was asking me if I was a particular person. I'm like, why are you asking for these people? Because for me, it was like, these are, you know, broke, scammers, hood rats, got nothing going for themselves. And the person was like, because they got good dick. And I was like, hmm, I've heard that a lot. It's always the ones who's all fucked up that got the good dick. I'm not saying it's always, but it seems, it seems, let me put it that way, it seems. How you know, Terrell? That's a good question. How you know? How you know, Terrell? You know, I have a past. Oh, okay, look. Mm. 
Right. We all got a pass. You're going to have to spill the details after this. I know, right? Once once we're done with this podcast, we're going to be like, all right, guy talk. Let's hear. <laughs> so, um, anyone has anything else to share on that? Mm-hmm. So, then we have stop feeling pity for men who can't make a living for themselves. Yeah, she sounds like this person that she, or maybe multiple people she experienced this with, was people um, in a certain financial state. And I remember, I think it was Sherry Shepard mentioned something about how she can't date no man that works in a certain place. And I feel like this kind of contributes to what her thought process was. We talked about this a while back, Rufus, where Sherry Shepard was talking about that. Yeah, I, I think you should read the last two together. Okay. So, I'm like, excuse me? He's like, I think read the last two together. Like, damn, I can't even break it up. Terrell, can you read it? Yeah, stop feeling pity for men who can't make a living for themselves. Men never look back after finding themselves. Yeah, yeah, somebody, somebody done got on their feet and left her. Uh-huh. They, so, they definitely did. But you know what? I, I feel like you see that more frequently with females than males, and, and, and it sucks. What do you mean? When you say... Like, like you, you, you're more prone, at least in my experience, you will see a female sitting here going through hell and hot water with this man who cannot do anything for her, and then the moment he has the experiences that come up, whether it's a job or whatever, he is, you know, going in my head. Now, when you say that, do you mean in a heterosexual relationship? Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, because I, well, yes. Yes. So you see it more so with females, like in a heterosexual relationship, You, I don't think you see a lot of times a man sitting here doing that with a female. I don't, yeah. I don't, I, I don't think it's even. Okay, I got you. I got you. But I feel sometimes, so like a lot of men stick around because they know how good of a female, like, like there's so many men that stay with females just because that's what they do. They build them up and then they mm-hmm. stick with her because of that's what she's doing. But as soon as she stopped doing it, then that's when they bounce. Mm-hmm. Or as soon as they don't need her no more. They don't need her. Yeah. So she definitely experienced a lot of that. And I mean, you know, I feel like I've dated, and I think I've told the story before. I dated this guy um, where when I met him, he was struggling in every area of his life. Every area. And at the time, I wasn't so focused on red flags and all that stuff. And when I met him, he wasn't in school. He didn't have a job. He didn't have a car. He had no money saved in a bank. Um and he was bouncing around from home to home. So he was struggling in every area. But once, I guess, I invested in him. And, and in a way, I think I put more of my energy in him than focusing on the goals that I had at the time. And my goals kind of shifted because of the relationship. Um, and what I will say is when he did get on his feet, especially financially, I didn't have to carry the weight financially on my own. Um emotionally I think we were in a pretty good like there was other issues but I think emotionally as far as like being able to communicate about certain stuff um like we had an underlying friendship so I feel like again it's not always the case but I do feel like also in 
you know, the gay community that a lot of times, especially younger men, they will do that a lot. They will sit there and once they have a come up and whatever, they would actually step out of the relationship and then leave you sitting there, especially if you're the older person and you're there like broken. And now you might be struggling emotionally when you meet somebody else. Come up, that's a whole different subject. Yeah, so that that we could have that on uh, topic on another day about come ups because I feel like with, with what you just stated, it makes me think about the third one. Stop loving me at the lowest because you just stated that this individual was having a really rough time and you supported them, but it took away from you actually focusing on your own goals. So like I think that's where that one is really like referring to. At least that's how I see it. Like see, well, my goals shifted. That's the whole thing because but they shifted to him or they shifted like in what way? They shifted to helping him get his shit together. Um which in a way I guess was not just for him. Like I would sit there and say stuff to him like, you know, when you get your degree, that's for you because your degree's in your name. So you know, cuz sometimes in relationships people will be like, "Oh, I'm doing this for us." I'm do- No, you're not going to school for me. I might benefit if we stay together, but once you leave out the relationship, you're taking that degree. You're taking that experience. So it doesn't benefit me. That's for you. Um, So why did you do it? Because, like I said, that's what I said to him. But I did it because out of love. And for me, because I was in love and I wasn't looking for it to be like, we're separating because we wanted to get married. We wanted to have kids. We were going through the whole process, trying to have kids, buying a house. But in the back of my head, I would still always say, even to him, no, this is for you. And I had made a promise to him when we got into the relationship. I said, I will help you any way I can. Even if our relationship don't last, you have my word. I will help you get on your feet and help you get to, because that's the type of person I was. The person I am now, I'm not doing all that shit. I'm sorry. Why? Because it takes too much. It takes too much. Because it takes too much out of me. It takes too much out of me because I'm a person. When I'm invested in someone, I'm invested. I will give my all. And I end up losing. I don't lose who I am, but certain stuff I lose about me in the sense of I'm no longer just thinking about just myself. My thinking changed where it's like, oh, we got to do this. We got to do this. We got to do this. And I'm always willing to adjust my dreams and my goals for the betterment of the relationship. Okay. So how about you? Have you had any experiences where you maybe have been in her shoes before? Um, I feel like I have and I feel like that's why I kind of understand where she may be coming from because like if in order for me to really like truly love somebody at their at their lowest, right? If, if you're at your lowest, it, it's gonna require me to focus more on you. And if I'm focusing so much on you, what happens to me? Some of some of, like I feel like some of my goals and things that I want to do then become ignored. And at that point, you can't help me. So like here it is, everything's benefiting you. But how are you going to help me? But, you, but then, do you think it could be worth it, though? Like, short term, you're helping this person, you're giving all this, but once they get to where they need to be, do you think long term, then it'll be even, and now you guys can sit there and still help each other? 
you know what? I think that was the mindset. But then when you get to the bottom of this little scenario here, I think once this person got to that point and they didn't need this individual, then they saw something different. Mm. Do you think that's a possibility where to TC T that you can sit there and put all your your energy into a person who wants to get where they are that it would equal out where they would be there for you? I don't know. It's hard for me to answer that because I, you know, I haven't been in a, I guess you can say, a committed relationship. Um, so I'm gonna be transparent when I say this. So, so I'm speaking on my own experience for like myself. Um, so I guess I'm at this at this stage and if maybe come with age and you know, in my life right now to where I, if I do get into a relationship, I don't want to help no one build build themselves. So you, you already have yourself together. Um, that's how I feel about it. Now, as for me, um, like, you know, I have a past. We all you know, do. Not, you know, I'm not, you know, like, and I have no regrets about, you know, about it, but like, I have been rock bottom. Like I've been under the rock um, to, to the point where, um, you know, I was lost, truly lost, didn't know um, who I was, where I was going, next person, whatever. Um, so it it took me it took me a long time, it took me years to build myself back up. Like I had, you know, support systems, but at the end of the day, it was me, myself, and I that built myself back up. Like it it was a you know it was a long road um, to to get to where I'm at now. So I say that because. At the end of the day, the only person that can um, help lift you is yourself. Nobody else. Okay. And you know what? I will agree with that only because I've been at rock bottom. And sadly, I didn't really have a support system. And I had to claw my way up on my own. And if I didn't have it in me, I would have never been where I'm at now. Which is why... I'm so grateful for the little that I have because that's a lot compared to where I was when I hit rock bottom. And this speaks to the resiliency within both of you. So do anyone have anything else they want to share on this topic before we wrap it up? No, I want to go back to um, the last part. Uh Men never look back after finding themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, I disagree with that because um, I always look back to remind myself how far I've come. But so, see, I think that's different what she's what, saying. What she's saying? Because as in they never look back at the person who helped them got like get to where they currently are. It's like, boom, you helped me get all the way here. You helped me through my struggle. You know, um, all of this stuff. And now I'm not looking back for you. I don't even care. It's like you never existed. And I think that's what more so she means. Got it. You know? Yeah. I think that's what she means too, and I feel like, like for, I'm not. My situation has been different from yours, Carter. I don't know, you know, your backstory, Terrell, but like from different from yours, Carter. So I haven't experienced what you experienced, but I would say that if I sit here and I allow you to do certain things for me, um, and I'm sitting here and I'm constantly taking um, assistance and help, and I'm taking advantage. I'm just taking advantage, but you're offering the help. And I'm accepting it, right? Me and my character, 
I feel like I owe you. Like I mm-hmm. need to be able to, you know, one hand feeds the other. And maybe, you know, you give me a dollar, I, I don't have to give you a dollar. Like it don't have to be that type of thing. But maybe, you know, if I don't have it, maybe I'm helping you cut grass or maybe mm-hmm. I'm helping you fold clothes. Like I I need to show my appreciation in some type of way. And in this case, again, it just really feels like this person who wrote it did not benefit um, from the situation. So it's like, now I'm no longer helping anybody in this situation. But you see, too, I feel like with her, because we don't really know the full story, the full scope of it. But mm-hmm. I feel like for her, what if the guy was doing other things and she didn't notice? Like, maybe he was cleaning the house. Maybe he was cooking her meals. And that just wasn't enough for her because it wasn't fine. Because to me, that seems like it was more so financial is what she's talking about. I doubt it. I doubt it. I feel like, the, the, and, and, and I could be wrong, but the, but the way that I'm reading this, I feel like she was in a situation where maybe um, she was probably gullible or naive to some sort. Um, and she thought that, you know, it was going to be rainbow and sunshine at the end of this, at the end of this, this journey. And he showed her something different. Like, so you think uh, what you think maybe he could have been a fuck boy. I think that's what I think it was like probably a sexual relationship. And you know how it's like sometimes people are like, oh, we're going to be together. This is how it's going to be. Right. You start to build this fantasy in your head. Uh-huh. But then reality is like, no, I'm leaving. I, I, like, I don't want you. The relationship was based on a need. Like, uh-huh. so he was tied to you based on his need. And now that, now that that need is met, what purpose are you for me? You don't serve a purpose, so now I'm gone. Yeah. Yeah. T, anything you want to add? No. That summed it up perfectly. I agree. While T is sitting here into his phone, over there look like he cackling or something. I want to know what conversation he <laughs> in. I want to know what type of friend, because you know, female, that's uh, my, that's my good, one of my good, um, good friends. I don't know, because you know, Rufus was already like, you know, once we end this podcast, we got to dive into these things that you was telling us about that you ain't going to detail. Oh no. Uh huh. That's, that's, hey. that's a whole different, um, different topic mm. we can discuss. Mm. Okay. Okay. No, because it's more topics I want to like talk about. Okay. So that's a whole nother topic. Oh, we definitely gonna have to talk about that body image. We should do that tomorrow. I I hope you writing this down. Well, I hope he writing it down. Why I always gotta write? Oh, because this conversation with Carter. Because you the host. Because this conversation with Carter. I gotta do all the work. Absolutely. I'm about to throw y'all away. I'm about to throw y'all away. You gotta be in charge. I don't have to be in charge. That's why I like some of y'all pick the topic. Mm-hmm. Trying to make it seem like I'm controlling or something. Ooh. Go ahead. Ron. I wish you could. I mean, I don't know how you know um, how open you know you are, but Tara, I wish you could have invited her. So I'm curious as to like what um, what a female would think about this scenario. But you know, it's well, we could always do a part two and include some can. females. We can, so can we can do that. Okay, she's very, um, she's very vocal. Okay, so that would be that would be nice to hear. Oh, and Shauna would make a good guest too. Okay, y'all. So we can have to do a part two. Whenever we'll collaborate and schedule something. Um, and and, and look, she's gonna tell you about all the fuck niggas she. We've all had a few of those, haven't we? 
Um, Speak for yourself, sweetie. Oh, sweetie, don't act like you innocent <laughs> over there. He kind of act like he innocent now. Ooh, I tell you, it's those ones who act like they innocent is the ones we got to worry about. Mm-hmm. But thank you guys for being here. Um, I appreciate your feedback, your input. Um, I hope everyone have a good evening, a good morning. Whatever time you listen to this, thank you just for tuning in. Um, your comments, your feedback is always welcome. Um, I thank you and my guests thank you. So talk to you later. All right, talk to you later. Bye.